for the Hallmarkies podcast, and we're here for When Calls the Hallmarkies, and we're here to talk about uh, When Calls the Heart, episode, the third episode of this season, and it is called Home is Where the Heart Is, and uh, Ruth Hill's here. Hey, nice to be back again. And Amber's here. Howdy, everybody. <laughs> and I'm Rachel, and, and so we're really excited to talk about this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of our only Hallmark thing this week to enjoy, so yep. this weekend. So, <laughs> luckily... Like a dying man in a desert, we clawed <laughs> our way to the When Calls the Heart new episode, and we yeah. ah, an oasis. Better, what made it better is it was a great episode. Yes. Such a good episode. I just kept telling my mom, I love this episode. I kept saying, I love this episode. What, what was the mom, mom verdict? She loved this episode. Ah, oh, that's- yeah, I, I, will, I will definitely point out when we, when we discuss little things that, that uh, the parts that were her favorites. And I will even bring my dad into this one because my dad, I, it was kind of surprising. I, my, my dad watches the show uh sometimes he'll watch it sometimes he won't it depends on what he's doing he actually likes the show but he he does like hallmark it's just that sometimes he doesn't want to sit through a whole episode because mm-hmm. yeah totally understand i agree with you guys i think if you like the show it doesn't get much better oh yeah than this episode i think if you don't like this episode this is just not the show for you Right. Uh, because it, it was pretty, pretty good. And uh, so it all starts out with the drama at the bank. <laughs> and <laughs> the bank doesn't have the payroll. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of that, Amber? Um, I tweeted this out, and I still believe it. Like, what was Canada doing in novels in the early 19th century? <laughs> because... I remember a bank killed, murdered Matthew Cuthbert in Anne of Green Gables. And now what are they trying to do? Kill Henry Gowan? I will not stand for it. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, it, it was sort of, there were feelings of almost Pottersville at a certain point and uh, It's a Wonderful Life vibes sometimes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How's, how are they going to save the bank? Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, with the Jimmy Stewart with the one dollar, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, and so uh, you have uh, also Elizabeth looking for Jack, and there's all. It's like where's Waldo episode with just like there's Mounties everywhere, and they're trying to find Jack, trying to find Jack, and there he is. He's back. It was pretty exciting, and I must say, Daniel Lissing looked pretty handsome. Oh like, yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's nice to see Jack come back. I agree. And, and you know, speaking of the bank, my dad loved the bank part. That's actually what reeled him in in the beginning. Uh, it was about money so that, you know, anytime there's anything about money. Yeah. My dad and that's was, a sweet spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was interested in that. That, that yeah. drew, drew him in from the beginning. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I think, I don't know, there's just something about, like, like he just wanted to get married. He wants to get married so bad. He wants to have babies with Elizabeth right. so bad. And that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we also got the arrival of a new person in Hope Valley. We have yes. Sophia. In yes. 
I, everyone knows, everyone knows if they listen to the podcast that I love Allie Liebert. Yeah. And I was furious when she was off Chesapeake Shores. Oh, How yeah. mad was I, Rachel? Yeah, you were pretty mad. Way mad. <laughs> and so when they showed us the preview of this season and they like flashed Ali Liebert's face on the screen, yeah. I was excited. And then so, I didn't know she was going to be in this week's episode. No. So she steps off. I mean, there's somebody getting off of the stage, what coach? Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah. is it Julie? I couldn't. And I was like, I don't think that's Julie. It's blonde. And then the camera does this epic sweeping turn, 360 degrees matrix camera, slow motion, (laughs) doves were released. And I was like, holy Liebert. (laughs) I was so excited. Yeah. She couldn't have had a better entrance. It really did. It was like like she was an actual angel or something because like the camera went from all the way across the street, all the way along, and then it did a whole circle around her until it finally like focused on her face and it was like you wouldn't think they had like tom cruise on on the set (laughs) they basically have lady tom (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much it seems like wow i mean i don't think even candace cameron bray would have gotten that kind of that kind of treatment (laughs) it's pretty amazing bray wishes she got the ali liebert cam yeah yeah it was pretty impressive. So, but anyway, so she plays Sophia. Mm-hmm. So she is a friend of Rosemary's. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I kind of, like at first I thought, is she her sister? Because they look quite a bit alike. I could have seen them doing, uh, being a sister. But they're just friends. Yeah. And I mean, their name, their last names aren't even close to being the same. Right. But, uh, but I don't know. They just looked, and I thought they talked kind of, so I, I would have bought that they were siblings. But anyway, and, uh, and so she's come to visit Rosemary, and uh, they're all eating lunch. Yeah. And who happens to come in? Oh, yeah. But Handsome Pants McGee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Dr. Handsome Pants McGee. <laughs> Mr. Carson, uh, Dr. Carson. Uh, and, and oh, that spark. The spark between those two. When he looked her way, to, oh, I mean, it was like, okay, this is this could go somewhere. I was floored, and I was, I mean, okay, so I was just geeked out, having so much fun, having Pascal Hutton and Ali Liebert talking, yeah. Rosemary and Sophia being yeah. funny and adorable, yeah. and I was like, this, it can't get better than this, yeah. not a chance. <laughs> and then the next scene, it showed. Those two ladies plus Kevin Smith, and I was, this is incredible. Yeah. It'll never get better. Yeah. And then in walks Paul Green, and oh, he's yeah. like, Bing, let's be in love. <laughs> and I was dead. Honestly, I don't even know what they were talking about during that scene because I was just like, mm-hmm, look at their eyes, look at them <laughs> looking at each other. I'm sure there was dialogue, but I don't even know what they said. Yeah, I, it was just something about like her being an architect or something like that, and uh, and not having any places to build. And then, and, and Rosemary's kind of like resentful a little bit of uh, of the fact that this is happening, and she can see it happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also have in the same restaurant you have Faith, yeah. 
uh, dining with uh, with the uh, the other. I think she was with the other lady from the dress store. Yeah, she was with Dottie. Yeah. Dottie, yeah. that's her name. So, and she does definitely. It feels like she's kind of jealous mm-hmm. of what's going on. But uh, Ruth, you have a, a different theory on that, right? Well, I mean, I think we all had some. I, I thought that the the dialogue that we've been having about um, about faith is kind of interesting. Yeah, I can see how the Hardys, a lot of Hardys, might say, "Oh, she's she's thinking that." that Sophia is coming in and stealing her man. Well, first of all, um, I don't, th- I, I think that, um, and I'm sure that my, my um, ideas are colored by the interview that I had last night with Paul Green. So I'm <clears throat> sure that, I'm so sure that. Spoiler averse, <laughs> don't listen. No, 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 no. Because no, actually I told him he, he wanted so desperately to share. And I said, no, do not. Because I don't want a spoiler. Because he, he said, I wish I could tell you how it ends up. Like, no. Ooh. Yeah. So you've <laughs> actually, you've interviewed the great man himself. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Very exciting. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, I, there was never there's never been a hint of any romance between faith and Dr. Carson. There just, there hasn't been, she's been busy. I think, in fact, I, in fact, we were having this discussion too. Paul and I were having this discussion. How many men has, has faith had? <laughs> you know? and, yeah. And there's, a, there's been at least, I, I think we said there were, there's been at least three that we know of. Uh, Cause she was interested in Jack. That didn't go anywhere, of course, but mm-hmm. he was interested in Jack. And, you know, then she had the other rich fiance that I don't remember his name. And that's okay because it's bro- it was broken off. And and then we had Niall Mater on there last season. Yeah. And and so it's not it's it's like in some ways it would be nice to see Faith maybe not have to jump in and go into another yeah you know, go, go straight into another romance but i don't think i think that you haven't seen you haven't seen any real romance between you haven't seen any romance there's been a professional relationship yeah she and the doctor are probably friends which would be a good thing you would hope there'd be some kind of friendship some kind of working relationship but it very well could be. I think one of you mentioned she could be just be very protective. Yeah. I think so. I don't remember which one of you that said was that. Rachel. That was me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which I thought was a really good theory. Our channel did a poll. So like yeah. they're pushing for this to be a thing. They they put, yeah. they made a poll yeah. and they were like, do you like Paul Green and Allie Lieber? Or do you think that? So the two options were it's love at first sight or hashtag team faith all the way. And according to the poll, um, 24% said it's team faith. I mean, it's love at first sight Uh and 76% are team faith. I I voted. I was 24%. That's right. I was 24%. (laughs) I I hijacked a Hallmark, our podcast, Twitter and said, we are, it was love at first sight. They're in love. Obviously. I mean, did you not see the scene at the dinner table and their cute picnic. Oh, we'll get into oh that. My goodness. Oh yeah. Oh, the picnic. Yeah. Okay. But, but this is what I want. And I posted about it and I mean it. 
Yeah. Faith and Hickam, you guys. Yes. 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 Yeah. I am all for that. They even have the, the actors even have the same birthday. I was gonna say that too. Faded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> match, match made in Hallmark Heaven. Yes. Match made in Hallmark Heaven. Agreed. That is where you know Hallmark Heaven where Rachel Boston, yeah. the literal angel, lives. Right. <laughs> right. There you go. Them and the weird grandpa angel. Um, okay. <laughs> Talk about these other plot lines, though, uh, a little bit. So we have Gowan confronting the banker, saying, "I don't believe you." I yeah, because Gowan knows hoping. Gowan's is streetwise. He's the only person <laughs> in the entire show who is streetwise. Yep. No offense to yeah. everyone else yep. in the yep. show. Yep. And so he goes to Abigail and is like, "Abigail, look, this is no good, yep. and you got to trust me." And she's like, "I don't know if I should trust you because you're." Uh, but uh, but anyway, so that back and forth. What did you think about that? Obviously, I was hashtag Team Gowan in every instance. <laughs> I don't even blame him for stealing the town's money because she just went ahead and lost it anyway. <laughs> in what universe do you not know to diversify and invest your money in multiple places? Yeah. It's it's fair, you know. I don't know. I mean, she's just a cafe owner, though. How can she be expected to know all this? Well, then she shouldn't be mayor. Yeah. We all agree. We we agree on that for a long time. She shouldn't be mayor. <laughs> and that's nothing against Abigail. I love Abigail. No. I'm not putting her down. I I mean, and I'm certainly not putting Lori Lachlan down. She's. I mean, Lori Lachlan's the reason I. You know, really one of the main reasons I tuned into the show originally. So it's not I mean I'm not putting her down. But yeah, I, I agree that I think it does stretch stretch things a bit much a bit much for her to be mayor. I would it just rather... makes her character less interesting than yeah. when she's cafe owner because right. you know she just she's just can I just liked her better as sort of this underdog and rather than like the leader. But but anyway, I did like Gowan in these scenes. He was uh, yeah. it was good. It was fun. It wasn't sort of the because sometimes he can be a little bit of a he can be a little gimmicky for me as far as the yeah. villain or whatever. And right. but I thought that he felt like a real person here. Yeah, and, uh, I, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. He was really genuine. You didn't feel you felt like for the first time maybe you could trust what mm -hmm. Gowan was. I, yeah. I mean, like maybe he knew what he was talking about because he's kind of he's kind of been there done that almost you know he kind of he kind of knows what's going on and he and he knows that it's um it's not going to end well for the town the rate it's going he knows yeah and they should listen to him yes and you may say what you want to say about gowan but when he was in charge the town was never in jeopardy this is true well, I mean, there was all this stuff with the coal mine. Well, yeah, yeah the but that wasn't the town that was in jeopardy. Right. When he was in, like, sure, sure people died. But he was acquitted <laughs> in a court of law, so you cannot blame him of that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, uh, but it was a tough time for the town, as long as I'm saying. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, how, how did, Rachel, Rachel, who was mayor at that time? Uh, Daddy, Dottie Ramsey's husband, that's who right. I still blame for stealing the money. $300, that's right. I forgot that. Oh, that's right, because he was running the mine. Okay, yeah, so, all right. We've got all kinds of drama going on at school. They announced that they are going to be making a newsletter. Okay, okay, yeah. And, uh, and they have this machine 
that uh, is basically like a printer machine kind of thing. And they're going to be making this newsletter. And so they all need to learn how to create fake news. It's kind of the <laughs> lesson from this. And, uh, uh, and you have this scene with the one girl getting an A and the other and the boy getting a D. And she's like, so like, I don't know, like Mean Girls, eight, oh, nine, yeah. 15. She's like, so mean. <laughs> she's like, she's like, it's not that hard. You just gotta study. <laughs> no, she was like, you're an idiot. You don't even know anything. You're the worst. I hope you right. lose yeah. your arm in battle. Well, yeah. now, now, in fairness, though, that girl has softened because if you remember from, I don't remember if it was last season. I think it was last season. She and um, Cody almost got in a fight. I mean, she was really nasty to him. I don't, I don't know how much softened she's gotten, though. I mean, also, uh, crazy? isn't she ripped paper girl from last week? <laughs> <laughs> and I, that was a direct quote I wrote down. It's not that hard. You've just got to study. Yeah. And so this poor little boy, he's right. Uh, yeah, it's but not she- good. But she listened to Miss Thatcher and she never would before. She was like really belligerent. I'm, so I'm not saying, I'm not defending her. But <laughs> I was like, okay, she's softened just a little bit. I see a little bit of softening. She's always going to be, that's, that's her character. I mean, that's, she's supposed yeah. to be. Well, I don't know. The whole, the whole kids thing this week, I was just like shaking my head and like, Sucking my teeth. Being, are you kidding me? I mean, I, after Robert got raked across the coals last week for accidentally ripping the paper, <laughs> and she didn't even apologize to Harper, and she didn't even Harper. make Anna apologize to Harper but, for being but, so rude. But like literally, literally, Anna. She was like, Anna, we need to be nice. That wasn't very kind to say that to Harper. And then Anna said, "Sorry, Miss Thatcher." boom case closed yeah right Right. yeah well and but he's she's not even the only mean girl in town so there you have this other girl who starts like snooping around and to try to find a story addy okay addy Addy the spy yes yeah and so she overhears these people in the uh general store talking and you think they'd have like a little bit of confidence once they magically solved the train station debacle that, uh, that they'd have a little more confidence in things. But no, they're very upset. They're very worried because yeah. the, of the payroll delay. And so she's going to write the story, but then Elizabeth's like, hold on, hold back yeah. on the story. And, uh, and, and then- I, wanted, I wanted Hattie to go full on like the post, like yeah. <laughs> you can't censor the media. The public has a right to know. Yeah. Like I wanted that. <laughs> no, that's not the way it went. But it showed up. Wouldn't it have been so amazing if yeah. she was like, this is real journalism. This is what's important to the town. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then there's during recess, Jack somehow goes into the schoolhouse and yeah. does this very elaborate chalkboard invitation yes. to Elizabeth. Like, I don't know quite how he pulled that <laughs> But I guess that's because he's Jack. It's the magic of Jack. Yeah. Like, there, if there's one thing Jack can do, it's write on chalkboards quickly and stealthily and light 74 billion candles. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's his go-to move. Yes. Yeah. So he's invited Elizabeth to dinner, and he's also shown her their land 
and he's yes. just so excited about this land. Yes. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And there was a lot of man candy in this episode, which I'm always a fan of. Because there was also a scene, you not only got good Gowan, you had uh, uh, you had uh, Paul Green, and yeah. and then you had a scene in the lumberyard where uh, where Leland decides to give uh, Jack the lumber for the house yes. at, at at cost basically, and Jesse is there, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so there was just it was good. There was yeah. like typically in Hallmark. The more you can get on the men, the better the movie or show or whatever. Breaking news. <laughs> At the very end of the episode, there is, I guess, the potter who's getting his kiln delivered. Remember that guy? Because I do. And I looked him up and I found out. And his name in real life is Clayton Chitty. And oh, yeah. in the show, his name is Kevin Townsend. And I oh. know he says he's going to be in like five episodes right right. yeah he's in yeah i am so excited because i am in love with him now (laughs) whoa Hmm, i wonder what he's gonna do Uh, this is a mysterious potter he's just gonna be super dreamy i bet (laughs) (laughs) like what if they do have the pottery scene from ghost rachel that would be like my favorite day of my life like the closest we've gotten so far is recipe for love they're making bread. <laughs> that would be very entertaining. Good, yeah. good catch, Amber. Very impressive. I will, you're learning, I, you're learning uh, from Hattie. If there's something I'm going to catch, it's going to be the mysterious, handsome pottery guy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we've got more shenanigans going on with uh, this girl, Hattie, sees Harper in the schoolhouse at night looking in the teacher's book it's all very shady and so she somehow manages to go in and print a newspaper all by herself yes this is the morning you this is the story you wanted to write well tonight is the night that you can't dun dun newsies i was doing newsies when they sneak in into the printing press yeah 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 just call her she, she does it all by herself, though. I mean, it's it's pretty yeah. impressive. I mean, yeah, she was yeah. singing all the parts. <laughs> <laughs> she accuses him of cheating. Cheater, cheater. She doesn't and accuse him of cheating. No, she writes a story. Dude, that's that's not an accusing someone of cheating. That's straight up libel. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of, I understand how she could look at those things and see that right. it think that was cheating. It did look like cheating, but obviously she jumped to the conclusions because she wasn't, right. he wasn't cheating. Right. Yeah. So what do you guys think of this? What about you, Ruth? what do you think? Well, I, now I, I realize that, you know, there probably are some unreal parts, but remember we are <laughs> in Hope Valley. We do yeah. have to remember that. And so we don't always have to look, we don't have to always logically figure everything out. Yeah. But honestly, I love the story. Mm-hmm. I, 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 part of it was that um, the girl who plays Hattie, um, I absolutely adore her. Um, I, I have been, you know, I've kind of been watching her career and all the things that she's been in and all the, I mean, she's an amazing actress and not, I don't mean just in this show I'm talking about. She was, she's been in, 
she she and she's won some awards i got to see her win, a, win an award and that was really cool i was really excited for her um but uh i was glad to see her get this particular um this particular story i thought it was really neat to have that yeah. and i actually and and even though there might have been some things that weren't that were unexplained I did like the fact that it was a very, that, that it was timely in light of the way journalism is nowadays. Yeah, total it fake was, news, it, fake news right. all over the place. Right. It was nice because I'm one of those people that, that works, and, and I think you, you guys are too, that you work really hard and you want to get, you want to make sure before you post anything that you're right. And like, if you're not, if, it's, if you find out later that you're not right, then you're going to post or you're going to like immediately take care of it because you want anything that you're posting, even just you want to be right. You know, you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to be posting stuff. Um, Cause I have sometimes posted fake news myself <laughs> and I feel absolutely horrible when I find out that it's I and it's like yeah. no matter how careful I am. Some, yeah, some, our, our some, Christmas preview was full of fake news, but that wasn't our fault. <laughs> I mean, and we checked the appropriate sources. It's I not understand. our fault. Hallmark Channel changes plots. I understand. I, I do understand. <laughs> the, the little boy Harper did a very good job. And, yes. Yeah. He and and, the, and he's another good little actor. Yes. Yeah, he was really cute and. Yeah. So it all worked, and because and, it was all, like, yes, um, which teasing about it being, uh, right. her making that newspaper in, right. in one day, but, but like, as far as her believing that he was cheating, and, yeah. and him, it, it, that part of it, that's completely understandable, that she right. would right. see those things, and come to that conclusion, and she was trying right. to do a good job, and right. trying to embrace the spirit of the assignment, and, right. and uh, um, so I, I, that part of it, you could definitely relate to to that part of it for sure and yeah um so. i also still want to say uh she got off easier than robert did <laughs> did i agree i was well she has to read the retraction up in front of the whole class yeah. and uh and then apologize but i guess yeah she didn't have to do it multiple times like poor robert <laughs> I'm I'm just, i have never i am ooh, I'm so mad about it. If they have another episode where another girl gets off scot-free and another boy gets punished really harshly, yeah. I am mm -hmm. real mad at Miss Thatcher. Yeah. I'm a little bit real mad at her now. <laughs> but if there if, if I see a pattern, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be posting Twitter in all caps, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would, so Jack and Elizabeth have this dinner, and you're totally right, Amber. It was like Bed Bath and Beyond in there with candles. Like, yes. Wait, okay, has yes. Jack seen Tangled? And all he wants is just to like recreate the lantern scene, but he can't some he can't get them suspended properly, so he just lays them on the ground like they're in the water. I where and how? Okay, candles cost a lot of money. Now it cost a lot of money. Then <laughs> I know I'm supposed jars. to suspend belief, but I can't. I can't. It's too many candles. <laughs> pickle jars. Everybody has pickles or pears or something, and they've all been donating it to Jack. All that. That's what my mom. That's that's what my mom always says. Well, <laughs> candles. It's okay. It's pickle jars again. So they, they, well, no, the jars. The jars aren't the problem. The jars are fine. Okay. If he had a billion no jars. Yeah, no preserved goods, I guess, in Hope Valley. I know. <laughs> the thing is, 
is the actual candles. That's true. Candles run out. <laughs> oh, well, no, no, no. Well, now, if maybe, oh, this is what it is. Remember, Rosemary and Lee have electric Christmas lights. So maybe Rosemary was able to find some electric <laughs> no <laughs> battery powered lights i love it i mean you know actually who knows what happened with candle technology in a world where world war one didn't happen yeah. anyway but it's really it's really fun they decide that they're gonna get this wagon car to move in when it comes to their wedding and they are getting married in two weeks Right. And I, I was so surprised that they're like, well, are we ready to announce this? And it's like, what? <laughs> I know. That's my question. Like, this is the most drawn out thing I've ever seen in my life. And all of a sudden, it's like, let's jump into high gear. Because I'm thinking, two weeks. <laughs> and I mean, also, like, no offense to them. How difficult would it be to plan a prairie wedding? <laughs> it's get a preacher, okay, well, find a dress. Yeah, but seriously. Rosemary's there. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't yeah. even, they don't even have to do anything. Yeah, I know, but Rosemary's got only two weeks. Rosemary, we're not talking, you know, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. It's Elizabeth and Jack's wedding, but we know Rosemary's in charge of it all. Yeah. And and she, like, Abigail was like, we're fine. We'll, we'll take care. <laughs> yeah, right. Wouldn't you have loved it if they were like, so we've decided we're officially getting married and everyone in the town was just like, well, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking too. I'm like, how is that? They're like, should we announce this? Are people going to be shocked? It's like, is there anything less shocking in the world? Like, what is wrong with you people? Oh my gosh. We've only been trying to get married for, you know, five years. But. Yeah, I mean, if, if the show was a, even a little bit realistic, there would be, like, huge scandal by them by this point. They'd be like, you, you, not only, you not only should get married, you have to get married. And I'm, you know, like, Elizabeth's father would have a gun in his back. Okay, Rachel, I can't even tell you how uncharitable I was watching this. We go from them in the candlelight scene to Jack like coming from the inside of her house to have breakfast. Yeah, I was I know. like, what? I know. And then they were like, oh, should we tell everyone? Are you ready to tell people? And I was like, is Elizabeth pregnant? What? <laughs> Not on when calls the heart. I know. No, no. I was no. like, what is going on? <laughs> this is when calls the heart. This is Hallmark. That doesn't happen. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know it doesn't happen. But I was like, are they are they doing this? Okay. But and then now, and then they were like, oh, the, announced that we're getting married. And then I was like, well, married. yeah, of course you have to get married in two weeks because I mean you're just in our house. <laughs> yeah. Be, like in real life, it'd be like the wedding and seven brides for seven brothers. <laughs> 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 Towns with all the guns. <laughs> Not even in real life, like on any other show. Pretty sure if they had made this movie in like 1920 and it was like a silent film, they'd be getting married. Yeah, they'd be like would. forced to be well, getting married. Even, I, even in Little House of the Prairie, um, 
Laura and Almanza didn't wait that long, and Laura was a little bit young to get married. Yeah. So that's just what, like, we don't care. We're just teasing about this, but like, but it was very romantic and very nice, but it was just like the idea that this was like somehow like, ooh, should we, I don't know, it was so funny to me. But uh, but yeah, they they do announce two weeks, and Rosemary's like, oh my gosh. But Abigail kind of, you know, reigns her in. And uh, and then we do get. Did they have bachelor parties back then? I, thing? I don't know. I have no idea. You know, in a world where <laughs> World War One didn't happen, <laughs> it is very possible that they had stag nights. <laughs> um, I don't think they called them stag nights, though. I. I, 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 I <laughs> So yeah, it's very possible that the World War kind of ruined everyone's spirit and got rid of bachelor fights. I don't know, but yeah. but but, uh, but Bill and all of them are very excited about this to have bachelor night. Did we skip over the part where there was a foreshadowing that Jack might be suffering from PTSD later on? Well, yeah, um, but I, I mean, I don't even know if he's necessarily suffering from PTSD. Well, I mean, because it's, there's like clinical requirements or things, but well, yeah. anytime you're in such a violent situation, right. that will change you and at least leave you damaged. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. If I'm, I can't diagnose him, well, but yeah. I, I don't even remember <laughs> that. I guess I was so caught up in everything else. When well, was that? There's a conversation, isn't it, isn't it, was it Jack, or I mean, not Jack, was it, wasn't it Bill that he was talking with? That yeah, he and Bill were talking, and it was actually less of what Jack was saying, and kind of more just his attitude yes. and his face, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, he did a really good job, it yeah. was very, um, it, wow, I feel like, oh, yeah. it went down so yeah, so deep and so serious so soon, yeah. but it was, um, he did a very good job, yeah. um, and I really felt for him. I, I mean, yeah. I was like, poor little guy. I mean, right. the, it really is a horrible thing. And right, right. I mean, luckily he was spared from World War One, so he didn't have to endure those horrors. But, right. um, you know, if this was their World War One, right. I, you know, it would, it would still be bad. Right. I'm probably horrible for saying this. I'm hoping that they do actually show that he's struggling with some of those, some of those things, like maybe either. You know, flash either flashbacks or something like that. Yeah. Right now, he doesn't want to talk about it. He's it's like you know, Bill. Uh, Bill wants to, to, to wants to ask about it, and he's just like he doesn't want to even think about it. And yeah, that would be nice just to get some character moments that I think so. I, I thought so. think a little so. deeper. Yeah. Um, I also liked the the moment with the music box. I thought that was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very very sweet. Yeah. Uh, with him and Elizabeth and him saying that he listens to this. Uh, music and we also do get a picnic in the rain she gotta love that between uh sophia and oh yeah you guys that whole thing i was just like screen capture screen capture capture. it's just getting better and better and better and better that scene because the first time i saw it was on home and family Mm -hmm. and i was glued to it and i was like i was just like melting through that Mm -hmm. whole scene because i was like this is so incredibly romantic <laughs> and, and and also uh paul green said that you know with carson saying um the eyes are the window to the soul um, oh yeah okay that actually he said 
Now you might think that that's cliche, but actually they didn't even, that phrase wasn't even around yet. Mm -hmm. He, he evidently, it sounded like he'd done a little bit of research or something, or they had some discussions about it. So, so they, they decided, so at home and family, they decided that that was that, that, that Carson invented that. And that he should be getting residuals for that. Well, I mean, Paul Green does have great eyes, so that's I, I, fine with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so oh yeah, gosh. so they're gonna have this so big, wonderful. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, very romantic. Excellent use of the lake, mm -hmm. yes. pond, yes. whatever body of water that really is. Right. And yeah. I loved the fact that Faith was saying something about what wasn't she. Uh, mentioning that it was supposed to be supposed to rain or something like that um i think Dottie said that oh it's Dottie. i couldn't remember who said it okay i was okay i think you're probably right but i thought it was funny because that that actually brought seems like that brought them closer together you know the rain is like they yeah they had to get out of the rain but then he, then they're they've got this nice covering that they're having to share from the yeah rain. <laughs> and well, so it was just cool because like last week was a low story week. Like yeah. there's all these right. stories that were dropped this week. So many, cause there was even another, there was a conversation between Jesse and Jack too, yes. where they yes. talk about, you know, they're going on a break and, yeah. and, uh, and him, uh, you know, staying strong and, and whatever. Yeah. And so that was good. And, and Lee is still just continually worried about the yeah. payroll. Yeah. And uh, so. Yeah. Um, that, that, that was one scene. My dad got upset at Lee and thought it was Lee's fault. And we got the payroll. Now, wait a minute. You understand that it was the bank because the bank didn't. But, but my dad was actually, actually thought that Lee should have been able to figure out something better to do. He should have had, it shouldn't have been, he should have had some, some stores. Some, something like that. Because well, I mean, Lee still has. I mean, he may have lost all of his like liquid money, right? Yeah. That anything that right. he put into the bank, including the payroll. Right. But he still has all of the, you know, the raw materials, the rights to do the right. lumber, all of the equipment. If the bank fails and he has any mortgage or anything on that, unless right. it gets bought out by another institution, yeah. he'll probably right. just own his bank. I don't see a reason why the lumber mill should close because the bank closed. Right since right. they still have all that stuff. But I feel like there's going to be something coming up with him. Like, I just feel like them having the scene with him giving yeah. the, 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 the lumber to Jack I at I cost. I feel like I, there's going to be something about that with him, like being too yeah. generous or something yes. is going to come yes. out to bite him in the butt. That's, you know, I had the same thought because I thought, I thought, wait a minute, Lee, you couldn't make payroll. And yet now you're giving this to Jack at cost. Well, I mean, it's not technically that he couldn't make payroll. Well, it's that the true. bank wasn't releasing the, the funds. He right. technically has the funds in the bank. Right. That, that is true. You're right. Yeah, but this you're is not right. like FDIC insured bank. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's gone. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, the bank is trying to get a loan to... Yes tie them over and it yeah, seemed like right. this bank guy was somebody that they had known and they were all familiar with and he was all like you know me trust me kind of a thing oh, yeah. have we seen him before and i just forgot no no okay no. good uh that makes me even more suspect of him but i wasn't sure because the yeah. way they kept he kept saying you know 
We've uh, Rachel, they retconned that we know him. Just accept <laughs> it. <laughs> Sounds good. So at the end of the episode, there's basically like a run on the bank. Like I said, it's like it's a wonderful life all over again. Yeah, I same thought, yep. Yeah. With the with the run on the bank. And uh uh, so yeah, that's pretty exciting. Lots of stuff going up. So do you think, Ruth, do you think that this means we have two weeks, two episodes until the wedding because it's two weeks or yeah, or it could be I longer. Think so. or... I think so based on, um, based on some, some information that I, that, that I, that I just, I, I, I kind think of so. think I might have a little bit of inside knowledge that says Ooh. it probably is two weeks. So yeah, so next, so in the next couple of weeks, we're going to figure I could out. I be wrong though. I could be wrong. <laughs> um, next couple of weeks, we're going to figure out what happens with, the, of course, the wedding and also this run on the bank. And yes. I'm sure there'll be more drama at school for Elizabeth oh, yeah. uh, to Always. deal with with these kids. And uh, so yeah, that's basically the episode. Is there anything I missed? Oh, and then we'll we'll hear more about. Sophia and Carson. Oh, oh, we better. We better. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. So, yeah, this definitely, like, this is one of the best episodes I can think of since, uh, I don't know, the Rosemary proposal, yeah. Rosemary Lee proposal episode is probably my favorite yeah. ever. Um, but uh, this, this one was really good. It was very it was. solid. It was. It was. It was really solid. And it's because... All of their characters made sense. Nobody <laughs> was true. stupid for no reason. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. When it wasn't boring, like it kept clipping along and things yes. were happening and stuff. I hope, you, I hope everybody enjoyed our podcast this week uh, where we went over some of our pick four favorites to talk about and hope you had fun with that. And then uh, this weekend on Hallmark, we have When Calls the Heart, we have Meet the Peets, and we have Love Once and Always. Yes. Uh, and Saturday, uh, a new uh, new movie. Um, so we're very excited about that. And then we also have a fixer upper mystery mm-hmm. on the Hallmark movie. So they they uh, they abandoned us this last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Now they're back in full force. So this is That's very right. <clears throat> right. You must be very excited, Ruth, because you love oh. those fixer uppers. Oh, actually, I really do love those fixer uppers. I know. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I have not been at this point, I've not been able to interview either Jewel or Colin Ferguson, but I do have an interview posting with uh, John Cassini, who is Jewel's um, acting coach. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he actually was in very much involved in this one more so than ever before, because not only was he her acting coach and I mean, and, and she really and he's not just an acting coach in name because I've heard from that from other people I've interviewed. Mm-hmm. Who I already knew. I, he is a very dedicated acting coach. She relies on him greatly because mm-hmm. she is a singer first, and she's now becoming more of an actress. And so he's doing. And he's also he's also a producer on it as well as he is acting in it. So he kind of like took on. So he's so I've got an interview cool. with him. Um, and when was that going to post? That is going to post. Uh, it'll be Sunday before the premiere. Okay. It'll be su- it'll be sometime on Sunday. Probably I'm going to say probably Sunday afternoon. Oh, great! Well, look out for that, you guys, and we will make sure to repost it as well. And we hope you all enjoyed our interview with Andrea Books this last week. 
it was so much fun to talk with her. So a lot of good stuff going on. Make sure you're following us on the podcast, Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We try to post every single day. And uh, Amber, where can people find you? As always, people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. And Ruth, where can people find you? Before I say that, because I promised him that I would say this, um, Hardys, do not forget that Paul Green has has an event going on right now that ends actually March 21st. Um, It is the Art for ALS um, event. And if you, if you, if you search the hashtag, the hashtag art for ALS, you will find it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. In fact, there's actually uh, a contest going on right now. It ends on Sunday that on Instagram, um, if you go to art for ALS, if you look that up, there's, there's a, there's a sharing contest where you can get five entry, five raffle entries because the way this particular auction works is most of the prizes that are listed are um, raffles, like you spend $10 and you get uh, entered into um, a giveaway, uh, or, or not a giveaway. A raffle, into, yeah. Into the raffle, right. And uh, I will actually be posting an interview with, uh, with Paul Green, um, also on Sunday, by Sunday, um, that will have a lot more information about this. Yeah. Um, but, um, it is uh, uh, there. He is raising money for for ALS for research to because his father passed away from AL, from ALS, and it is a debilitating disease. And there's a lot of research that's being done. And so, um, so be sure to check that out. If you again, if it's if you just look for art for ALS, you will find it. Yeah. You do a search for it, it's there. And you can take a look and and again, there'll be an interview coming so you'll get more information about that. So I want to make sure to say that. Thank you. I'm <laughs> glad you mentioned that. That's a really good cause. Some people might know it as Lou Gehrig's disease. It's right. a really brutal, brutal condition and um, underfunded. So uh, it's a good thing to, to do for sure. But as for where you can find me, my blog is mydevotionalthoughts.net and then you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at ruthhill74 you can then find me at Facebook uh, mydevotionalthoughts um, and so that's where you can find me. Great and you can find me at smileylds.com on social media and it reaches reviews on iTunes and YouTube and I should have some pretty fun stuff coming up we're going to have a podcast with my friend uh, that we're going to talk about from Jonathan. We're going to talk about the finale of star Wars rebels. which was Amazing. And then we'll, I'm also going to be doing something on regal and time. So there's a lot of really fun stuff coming up uh, over there. So please subscribe and check that out. And uh, thanks you guys. This was so much fun to talk uh, when calls the heart yeah. and we'll see you all next week. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.